0: This is A Shock Podcast shock. Welcome back to Serum Storytime Season 2 Thank you so much To everybody who has Supported us in Season 1 So many of you Actually DM to me On my Instagram At Ely, Telling me that You love the season And you tell me Your favourite episode So I'm really really Happy to hear that And We're so stoked to start season two with you. I mean, this season is going to be amazing. And of course, in case you forgot, this is a podcast where I tell you horror stories that happen to real people. Now, it is up to you to believe it or not. But what you're about to hear is very real. Don't say I didn't warn you. Of course, the names in the story have been changed to protect their real identities And to start Season 2, I thought I would tell you a personal story of mine. Now this might be a lot for some people so just want to give you a disclaimer because it does have to do a lot with things that are unknown um, out there. I guess the common word would probably be black magic but that's up to you to decide what it is. But I'll tell you the story as it is and I hope you enjoy it. So I was 18. And I remember at home, my mom had to do like a whole kanduri. You know, like Malaysia, right? You invite your friends, you invite your family. I don't remember what we were celebrating, but I remember a lot of people were at my house. And one of my mom's friends that I've never met before came to this kanduri. And I remember the first time I saw her, I went up to her and I said, Hi, thank you for coming. Makan ta makan? And I remember the look she gave me. She just looked at me. She didn't even like salam me yet when I put my hand out. But she looked at me in shock. She just looked at me for a good five seconds. In the most worried, concerned look on her face. And I was very confused because I was 18. And I'm like, who is this? Like, why would she look at me like that? And then obviously she snapped out of it. She salam me back. And then she was like, hi, hi, hi. Uh, Yes, thank you for having me. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. So... I went to do my things, you know, made sure that the food was enough for everybody, made sure that the drinks was enough for everybody. You know, the things you got to do at your house when you're a guest. And I remember after everything was done, when people left, that friend of my mom's was still at our house. And I remember seeing her sitting with my mom at the dining room, talking about something serious. It really looked serious from afar. But I was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, adults talking about adult things, I guess. And so a few hours later, I noticed that she was still there at my house. And my mom actually called me because I was in my room. So my mom called my phone, and my mom was like, yo, you got to come to the kitchen now. We need to talk. And I'm like, okay, fine. I go down to the kitchen, and I see my mom and that friend of hers waiting for me. And they really looked like they were going to give me the most horrific news And I don't know what it was So I sat down And my mom says "Um, This is going to be very hard to believe But there's something following you around And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, there's like this thing um, It's just following you around everywhere you go Uh, Basically when you go to the toilet Or when you go to the kitchen Or when you go to your room This thing is just constantly following you And I'm just like, what? okay this is this is probably not real right I mean as an 18 year old listening to this you're just like what is this this is ridiculous Um, but my mom's friend was there and she was basically telling me that yeah this is real and I know you don't believe it but I am somebody who can see things and I am somebody who helps people to you know get rid of whatever that's bothering them or whatever and I was obviously very confused, guys, because at 18 and not having any sort of personal experience, like I've never seen a ghost in my life, I've never felt anything in my life. But I remember something that happened to me a lot when I was younger growing up. I would dream about things that were very, very vivid. For example, I would dream about me having a husband. And, you know, in my dream, I remember feeling very, like, happy and comfortable you know I'm just like yes this is my life I'm so happy that I have a husband but I don't know who my husband is I've never seen his face there has never been a time in my dream where I see him walking towards me or whatever but there were many vivid dreams of me hugging my husband there were dreams of me being pregnant and knowing in my heart and soul that oh this is like me and my husband's baby but like who is this husband I don't know and you know being young and growing up with these dreams I never told anybody because I just think it's dreams you know that you wouldn't think it's anything serious and I found out that it became serious when my mom's friend asked me have you had dreams about you being married have you had dreams about you being with a husband? And I'm just like, what? this is so specific. How do you know? And obviously, I tell her everything. And I guess that was when I realized, hey, you know, this is this is probably a real thing. You know, for her to know these things, I've never told anybody this. I've never told my mom. I've never told my siblings. For her to ask me these specific things, I'm like, okay, this is this is real. Now, obviously, in this moment, my mom was telling me like, look, okay, we need to get rid of this thing, blah, blah, blah. And... My mom's friend actually told me this whole story of this thing following me. Apparently, this thing has been following me since I was 11, guys. Can you imagine finding out at 18? I was 11 when this thing found me, apparently. And all the way till 18, my mom's friend decides to come over and seize this thing. Now, obviously, my mom's friend is a very talented person who can communicate with these things. And I realized this after going through this process. She told me that this thing... Is apparently a thing that died at war many, many, many thousands of years ago. And this thing was never at peace. You know, it's roaming around Earth and stuff like that. And apparently, according to my mom's friend, (laughs) I looked like his wife. And how it happened was, my mom's friend told me that she was talking to this thing. And this thing was like, I'm not just following her for fun. I'm following her because she's my wife. And I know that deep down in my gut. She's my wife. She looks exactly like her. And my mom's friend is like, she's not your wife. She's an 18-year-old girl who doesn't even know who you are, who doesn't even know you exist. What are you doing here? And he was like, I'm, I'm here because I want to marry her. I want to have a baby with her. I want to I wanna have a family with her. And I'm like, what? Obviously, you know, you're probably listening to the story thinking, Ili, see this, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Um, but, you know, I took it seriously. My mom's friend was like, look, I'm going to help you out because... Honestly, this thing is very serious about getting a baby with you. And it's going to become to a point that you're going to get pregnant as a virgin and have a baby at 18. Guys, I know this sounds crazy, but that was what was happening. And, um, you know, this thing was very, very furious with my mom's friend because how dare you take me away from my wife? Like I've been looking for her for thousands of years and I'm just like, who this bro? Aku single though na aku anyway, <laughs> just you know, just to ease the tension there, um but anyway, this thing was apparently ready to impregnate me. I was gonna have his baby, um and so I was actually studying at a university very far away from my house at the time, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of like this palm tree plantation. so you know what they say about like plantations and like ...all these hutan-hutan things. Obviously, these places keras lah, you know? And I remember my university had like a summer break. And when this was happening, I couldn't go home. I had to stay in my university alone, secluded with no one there. Literally, all my friends had to go home. All my lecturers went home. I was literally the only person there. I mean, yeah, there were a few like other international students in different buildings... ...but I don't know who they are. So, I was absolutely alone... In my university, like an hour away from my house, in the middle of nowhere. And my mom's friend was like, look, in order for us to help you, you need to be secluded. You don't, you can't be with other people around you. That's just the only way. And it was very bizarre because, you know, I had to be alone for a while. And I'm just so thankful that my best friends understood, even though they didn't believe it. But they understood they came to like visit me, to give me food and stuff like that. Um, But there was a time... When things were going down guys So obviously you know at this point That this thing We're going to call him Mr. Ponti okay Mr. Ponti <laughs> He wants a baby with me At this point yes Okay So I had to be in my room And I remember this moment very vividly I had to be in my room I was on the phone with my mom's friend And apparently she has like a team of people Who helps people in this kind of situations Yeah it was really crazy They're like the ghostbusters lah ha so Anyway, I was in my room And I had to be in a position Where a woman was giving birth I was in labour, guys I literally had to like This is going to be too much information But I had to take off my pants You know, like as if I'm giving birth lah Because apparently at this point When my mom's friend was like talking to Mr Ponte And trying to like figure out things I was apparently already pregnant Yes In this moment, I had a baby in me Which is so ridiculous, I still couldn't believe it. Um, But I was in labor, okay? And I was on the phone with my mom's friend, and she goes, Hey, just want to let you know if you feel any pain, if you feel anything around you, or if you hear anything, just don't be scared, don't worry, I got you. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, okay, it's fine. Because, you know, again, I'm at a point where I just don't believe in this, I'm just doing this to please my mom, because, you know, she was worried about me, whatever. But this was the night that really scared me Because when I was in a labour position Obviously, you know, waiting for hours and hours Trying to like figure out what is happening da da da. I heard So basically outside of my uh, room, right? It's like a floor I was on the third floor basically of this building of dorms And on my floor, there were like probably maybe 10 other rooms Across the hallway So, you know Obviously, in my head, I'm literally alone in my university. No one is around me. And I know that for a fact because my building, most of us were Malaysians and everybody left. And so, I remember being in labor, right? Because apparently, I was pregnant. I heard doors slamming, guys, all the way from the end of my hallway towards my room. It was just like, bop, 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 and it was happening a few times throughout the night and my mom's friend on the phone was like, hey, you know, if you hear anything, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And this was when I was like goosebumps all over my body, shivers down my spine because I'm like, okay, that's not normal. There's literally no one here. Why am I hearing doors slamming? And that's, that's a little scary, guys, not going to lie. I think, I think that was the moment for me that I'm like, okay, you know what? I think this is real. Now obviously this lasted for like 7 hours I remember at this point It was already like 3 in the morning And my mom's family was like Hey, by the way, it's done You don't have a baby in your tummy anymore It's all good I've taken it out And I remember the next day uh, Was the first time I got to go home I was so happy Because this was this was happening for a few weeks guys I was at my university During summer break With no one around for weeks and I finally got to go home, and I remember going home, and you know my mom was hugging me. She was so emotional. She was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this was happening to you." And I, you know, at this point, I still don't believe Mr. Ponti is Mr. Ponti, <laughs> like a real being who wanted me to be his wife. Um, but yeah, it was a very emotional day because I was so happy to be home. And I remember my brother telling me, "Oh my god, Ily, I saw a photo of your baby." And I'm like, don't say your baby. Like, okay, that's so weird. That's so messed up. But he said, sorry, I meant the baby that was in your tummy that was about to grow in you. I saw it in a bottle, in a photo. And I'm like, you're lying, right? He was like, I wish I was lying, but I will never let you see it ever because I don't want to scare you and I don't want you to know like what it looked like inside you. It's all good now. And I'm just like, what? So yes, it's been uh, it's been a decade since Mr. Ponty's story. My mom's friend said that Mr. Ponty was very upset and very angry. And he did say to my mom's friend, like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to make sure I get my wife. And you will never, ever, ever take her again from me away. Whatever. See, I can't even speak because it's just ridiculous to me in that sense. But yeah. Mr. Ponty, are you here? Oh my God, please say no. (laughs) Because I will be very scared. Uh, So what can we learn from this story? Um... I don't know, honestly I, uh, You know, if something happens to you like this I hope you get out of it I hope you don't get pregnant um, And just be careful, guys um, You never know what's following you Because apparently Something was following me since I was 11 years old So, um Look over your shoulder sometimes Because you never know Maybe you'll see your own Mr. Bondi. No la I'm just kidding lah. But thank you so much, guys. Um, this was the first episode of I'm Sorry Time Season 2. Can't wait for you to hear more. And my name is Lily Till next time.